Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> happened in Germany in the 20s and 30s. You know, very intelligent, highly educated population, and they went barking mad. Um, and how did that happen? Um, the answer is mass formation psychosis. When you have a society that has become decoupled from each other and has free-floating anxiety in a sense that things don't make sense, we can't understand it. And then their attention gets focused by a leader or a series of events on one small point, just like hypnosis. They literally become hypnotized and can be led anywhere. And one of the aspects of that phenomena is the people that they identify as their leaders, the ones typically that come in and say, you have this pain and I can solve it for you, I and I alone, okay? And fix this problem for you, okay? Then they will lead, they will follow that person it doesn't matter whether they lie to him or whatever. The data are irrelevant. And furthermore, anybody who questions that narrative is to be immediately attacked. They are the other. <clears throat> this is central to mass formation psychosis. And this is what has happened. We had all those conditions. If you remember back before 2019, everybody was complaining, the world doesn't make sense, blah, blah, blah. Um, and we're all isolated from each other. We're all on our little tools. We're not connected socially anymore, except through social media. Um, and then this thing happened, and everybody focused on it. That is how mass formation psychosis happens, and that is what's happened here. That was Dr. Malone on Joe Rogan's podcast. In that episode, they're more or less talking about everything that has to do with COVID, especially this never-ending suppression of any information that goes against the narrative. A good example of that is Dr. Malone has been suspended from Twitter for his opinions on COVID. That particular episode of the Joe Rogan podcast has now been pulled off of YouTube and they're trying to get rid of all of the video clips of it on Twitter. They're stopping any information that doesn't go along with the narrative that they've created, this world that the left has created when it comes to COVID. You're not allowed to ask any intelligent questions. You're not allowed to have any opposing views. If you're not part of their narrative, you are a problem and you are the enemy and you have to be squashed out. It's a shame because this guy, Dr. Malone, if you listen to the episode, and I would encourage you to do that in the Joe Rogan experience, uh, if you listen to the episode, I can't even begin to explain this guy's credentials. If there's anybody that has the right to speak on COVID and speak about the virus and everything that goes along with it, this guy is highly educated and more than capable of talking about this in an intelligent way that is going to challenge the narrative, but it's through facts, not fiction. It's not through feelings. It's the real deal. It's amazing that somebody like him, they're going to stomp you out. I don't know if you heard also uh, Marjorie Green. She has now been permanently suspended for Twitter. They are citing that she keeps spreading COVID vaccine disinformation. Well, if she gets 
taken out from Twitter. If this doctor is not allowed to speak on Twitter because it opposes the view that they're putting into place. Well, what about Rachel Maddow? I'm going to play you a little clip right now from Rachel Maddow, and you tell me, just from what you know about COVID, not what I tell you or what anybody tells you, just from what you know about it yourself, that both the left and the right agree on at this moment. You tell me that she shouldn't be removed from Twitter and suspended as well after you hear this. Here you go. It means that instead of the vaccine being able, excuse me, it means for instead of the virus being able to hop from person to person to person to person, spreading and spreading, sickening some of them, but not all of them. And the ones that it doesn't sicken don't know they have it. And then they give it to even more people because they didn't recognize they were, right? Instead of the virus being able to hop from person to person to person, potentially mutating and becoming more virulent and drug resistant along the way. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. That means the vaccines will get us to the end of this. If we just go fast enough to get the whole population now, you mean to tell me that she shouldn't be pulled off of every single platform, that she should not be on YouTube, she should not be on Twitter, she shouldn't be on any of it. That's disinformation at its best. From what you know, not from what I tell you, but from what you know, everybody's getting this Omicron. Now, I told you a couple episodes that I was sick. I'm still sick. You can probably hear it in my voice. I can't taste or smell anything. I did not go get a COVID test because me personally, I do refuse to be part of a number. I don't want to be part of your statistic. I don't want to be used against people as a fear tactic. Do I have COVID? Uh, it, to be honest with you, who knows? But the fact that I had a light fever for three days, I got the chest cold with it, and now my sense of smell and taste are completely gone, which I got to tell you as a side note, if you ever lose your taste of smell and your senses of taste, um, food has a whole different meaning. Because <laughs> some things, since you can't taste them anymore and you're only getting the texture of it, which I, maybe you don't pay attention to as much if things taste good, like for example, bacon. Bacon tastes great. I love bacon. I think most of America does. Okay. But when you can't taste bacon and you just eat it, it just tastes like you're eating grease. It just really just disgusting now. I looked at bacon. I was totally turned off. <laughs> like, I'm not eating that because I feel like I'm just literally eating smushy grease. Not happening. So it's funny. I'm probably dropping a little weight because I'm not really interested much in eating at the moment. Because of the whole point that I can't taste or smell anything. And since textures now are the big part of eating for me at the moment, depending on the texture, it's really turning me off to food. I know that was a little bit of a side note, but I thought I'd throw that out there just in case. But I won't be a statistic. Now, I am not vaccinated. Did I catch the Omicron? Maybe. Who knows? It's spreading around. But one thing I do know that you are seeing consistently is... Every single person that is vaccinated or unvaccinated is getting it. So Rachel Maddow saying that it stops this virus. It stops it dead in its track. It stops it from hopping from person to person. And we're going to end this thing is a blatant lie. Belgian just posted that 90% of their new COVID infections with the Omicron are people who are triple vaxxed. Not double, 
triple vax. That means you've had all of it plus your booster and you're still getting sick. What good are these vaccines? And to challenge that or to say that on a platform, especially if it's supposed to be freedom of speech, why is that so taboo? Whatever the truth is, let it come out. If you were wrong, just admit you were wrong. If Fauci was wrong, which we know he's been wrong most of the time, but if you're wrong, why not admit it? This pandemic, as far as I can tell, is over. Now, I know that that's going to be a statement like, Joe, how could you say that? It's blowing up everywhere. It's blowing up all around the world. Yeah, I know. Kind of like the flu does. And every other sickness that comes into society. But the thing is, our death rate is not skyrocketing. Do you know in the state of Florida, as of last week, Friday, we had over 75,000 new cases. That's like an all-time high for us. It's over. It's spreading like wildfire as it needed to. Now you even hear some of the Democrats start talking about herd immunity. And you remember, if Florida was doing so bad, you remember in the summertime, they were calling DeSantis Death Santis, and he's trying to murder everybody down there. He's killing everybody with his policies and blah, blah, blah. Okay. The North, the Northeast especially, is getting annihilated with cases. And I would like to point out, especially if anybody in South Florida that are all reimposing your stupid mask mandates, I'd like to throw this out there to you. So far, we've had two summer spikes and two winter spikes. Your masks have done nothing to slow the spread, at least in my opinion. But hey, let's just say for the fact of of argument that I'm here in Florida, so we haven't been under the restrictions that other people have been in different states. So let's take New York, for example. New York, you can't even get into a restaurant without a passport saying that you've been vaccinated. Masks are at... You know, almost 100% compliance in the state. And look at how bad they are outbreaking right now. Do these mask mandates work? Do these lockdown measures work? Do your vaccine mandates work? No, they don't. The proof is right in front of you. Look at all the data. We have done nothing. Nothing to slow this or stop this. Nothing. It has been doing what it wants to do since day one. Since Dr. Fauci and his buddies in the Wuhan lab released this on the world, the virus has done what viruses do. It jumps person to person. You haven't stopped it, especially not with some stupid sorry cloth masks that anything could get through. They don't work. And as a matter of fact, to prove to you masks don't work, why don't we... Listen to another clip that has nothing to do with me. See, because you would look at me and say, well, he's a right winger. He's conservative leaning. So, of course, he doesn't believe in all this stuff. Well, I'm going to give you somebody from CNN who is a heavy advocate for vaccine passports that if you're not vaccinated, you're not even allowed to participate in society. I'm going to give you their take on masks. Here that is. Cloth masks are not appropriate for this pandemic. It was, it's not appropriate for Omicron. It was not appropriate for Delta, Alpha, or any of the previous variants either because we're dealing with something that's airborne. Dr. Leanne Wynn, commentator for CNN as one of their medical analysts. And this lady is a vaccine Nazi. 
Guarantee. She, like I said, she has made this statement multiple times. I, 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 too many to even count. That you should not be able to participate in society unless you have been vaccinated. And again, vaccinated, that's going to change depending on what do you consider fully vaccinated. The two shots, the three shots, maybe the four shot that they're about to try to give everybody. Whatever that is, whatever number that is, she's a heavy advocate for that. So for her to come out and make that statement that not only do cloth masks not work, they didn't work for the first two versions, nor this version because it's an airborne virus, is telling. I mean, come on, we got to wake up here. I know you guys or most of you are already awake. You got to continue to wake people up. This virus is not going anywhere. It's going to continue to mutate. There's going to be different versions of it. Speaking of different versions... (laughs) I'm sorry, I gotta laugh a little bit, but Israel has their first case of what they are calling the fluona. It's a combination of the flu and coronavirus, as if it wasn't scary enough and we couldn't scare you enough with coronavirus anymore because most people don't care. Okay, now we're gonna throw in the mix that it's a part of the flu and it's the coronavirus. It's this monster virus now that's coming to get you. I mean, (laughs) there comes a point where you just got to look at him and go, really, that's the best you got. This is the uh, sequel to your monster movie. And that's which that's all you got now. Now it's the fluona, which is the actual name that they're saying in the articles, the fluona. We'll see. But it's supposedly in Israel. Again, a country that is probably the most vaccinated country in the entire world. And they're having these problems. I also read another article, uh, gosh, I forget which paper it came out of, but I also read another article that was showing some preliminary results saying that if you get to the point where you take a fourth booster shot, it's going to have devastating uh, um, consequences to your immune system, that it's going to more or less destroy your immune system to where you're going to have a hard time fighting off any viruses or any colds and flu, anything because they're just destroying your immune system through these constant boosters. I, me personally, would I believe that? Yes, I would. Because I honestly think that since the beginning of time, any type of virus, anything like this that comes out, the best thing to do is let it spread, let it do its thing. You get it, you get sick, you get natural immunity to it, your body gets the T-cells, it remembers how to fight it, so the next time around it knows exactly what to do to combat it when it's in your system again, and we're all done. You don't have to take these endless shots to try to prevent from getting something that you could just get it, you beat it, and you're all done. All right, on to my next subject. Um, You know that the Build Back Better... Now, right before Christmas, Joe Manchin came out and said that in good conscience he couldn't vote for it because the bill's wrong and he couldn't explain that to the people of West Virginia, so he wasn't going to vote for it. If you remember in previous episodes, I always say we'll see. The reason I say we'll see is because this is not over until we either take back the House or Senate or both, and those people are in place, which puts us at around January of next year. So why do I always say we'll see? There are some reports coming out now that Joe Manchin is in talks again with the White House about the Build Back Better deal to see if they will agree to 
shrink the size of it or take some of the stuff out or whatever he's trying to get out of it. But supposedly he's back again negotiating with the White House to see if that's something that they could pass. Now, the left wants to pass that very badly because they are scared to death for midterms. They think that by passing this, it will help them when it comes time for re-election. I think they're idiots because last month our inflation number was at 6.8%. The next number comes out in about a week. I doubt it has gotten any better. It's probably stayed about the same, maybe even rose slightly because it just seems like things are forever going up right now. But how could you pass a bill spending an additional, let's say on the low end, $1.7 trillion over the past, over the next 10 years, you pass that, what do you think is going to happen with inflation? Now, Joe Biden, on the other hand, has a different opinion. Joe Biden thinks that by passing it, it's going to take inflation down. You really got to be a moron to think that because it's just basic logic, common sense, and economics say different. They say you spend more, inflation is going up. But what Joe Biden's trying to do is he's trying to... Get the people of the United States to rally behind this bill by using scare tactics on you as far as that goes. What he is trying to scare you with is that, oh my God, because inflation's so bad, the Fed is going to raise rates more than likely three times this year. Well, if they do, that's a good thing because it's going to slow down inflation. Um, It's not going to put it back on its heels, but it should slow it down and and have it level off a little bit. I think these prices are going to be stuck with us for the foreseeable. However, Joe Biden selling you that and trying to scare you is again, just a scare tactic to try to get his socialist agenda passed. In the end, if you spend more money, you pass this bill and you spend this money, it's going to make inflation go up even more. I don't know how much more the American people can tolerate before they just completely turn on this administration and say enough's enough and then things are going to get ugly. Ultimately, in the end, I don't know where this is going to land. The early reports about Joe Manchin, Joe Manchin hasn't come out and said anything himself, but the early reports are he is talking with the White House again and the fate of this country, believe it or not, rests in his hand, as crazy as that sounds. So we're going to have to wait and see you know, what happens with all that and wait for an official announcement on that. Last but not least, you know what week it is. It is the week of January 6th. You know the Democrats are going to do their best to make January 6th out to be this big thing and they're going to try to relive the moments and they're going to pick the best footage to make things look as bad as they possibly can and oh look what this insurrection to our country because all of these hundreds of 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 congressmen and women were murdered on this day and they overtook oh no no that must have been a different movie that none of that happened Uh, but anyways they are going to try to make january 6th look a lot worse than it actually was a minor uh, riot where they stormed the Capitol, where I think everybody agreed that anybody that stormed the Capitol, you shouldn't have been doing that, and we don't want to see that type of stuff. But as far as them trying to say that it's the worst thing since the Civil War or World War II or Vietnam or whatever ridiculous thing that they compared it to, because it's just the way the Democrats are. But they're going to try to make it look as bad as they possibly can. So just be ready for that this week, and I'll end up reporting on it on Friday 
we'll see how crazy things get. Otherwise, I hope you like what you're hearing. If you do, please rate and review me. If you'd like to reach out to me, go to littlejocc.com. Go to the contact section. You can leave me a message. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N. Gab or Parlor, I am at the real Little Joe. Cloud Hub, I am at Little Joe CC. Otherwise, hope you enjoy your Tuesday, enjoy your week, and we will do it again on Friday. <laughs>